Hello, welcome to the Fantastic Grotto. My name is Rudy. Joining me is my lovely co-host Tasha. Welcome to our Cave of Wonders as we discuss movies, television, thingamabobs, and all things fantastic. Hello, Miss Tasha. Hi, Rudy. How are you doing Hi. today? Good, 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 good. I'm super excited for today's episode. We have a special guest in the grotto today. We do. It's actually one of my best friends in the world, mm-hmm. a renowned actor, okay? Amazing friend all around, great boyfriend, Noel Austin. Yay! Woo! Welcome to the grotto. Welcome. Well, you guys are talking about me. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that introduction. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hello hello it's a pleasure to be in the grotto it's so lovely in here i just i always pictured it was going to be this great we keep it oh, very clean yes um it's and so we, magical and we have the best snacks yes we do <laughs> absolutely that's what took me so long to start talking because i was snacking sorry guys. snacking yeah <laughs> <laughs> so rudy you have a question for us today I do. I saw this earlier trending this week, and I wanted to know your thoughts on this. So, question of the day. When you go on a date, who pays for the meal? I mean, they're asking um, me that. <laughs> yeah, we asking you that one. Y'all can answer that question, because you know who pays for my meals, and it ain't me. <laughs> um, it depends on It depends on which date it is. I agree. Keep going. Because if it's the first date, like, yes, granted, you would want to, like, you know, have the person paying. You'd be like, oh, he, he paid for my meal or whatever. But, like, at the same time, it's like, you don't know the person yet. So it's like, we can go, we can go Splitsville until we mm. do the second one. And then maybe the second one or third one, that's when we're like, okay, let's see what this person decides, what he decides to do. But that's just me. Mm, okay. Okay. For me, it's kind of mm. similar. So I always tell everybody, make sure you're clear on if it's actually a date or not. Because if you're just, quote unquote, hanging out, you don't owe anybody anything. In my opinion, if it's like a farmer's market type of thing where you just get whatever you want, you know, you pay for your things, I pay for mine. However, Mm -hmm. if I ask you out on a date, clearly I'm going to pay. But if you ask me out on a date, you're going to pay. So, you know, we got to make this clear because it's, it's all about the wording. You need clarification. You need the clarifications in order exactly. to find out what exactly it is. Okay, I, I see uh-huh. you. Exactly. As for sir, you know, second, third dates, you know, we'll see as time goes on. But you know, it, it's all based on the wording. And I just want to point this out too for everybody else in the dating world. Just because somebody takes you out for dinner on a date, that does not mean they have the right to get angry with you. If for some reason you say no to sex and they get angry and say, "Oh, like, but I pay for dinner," that does not mean you owe them anything. Ooh, no. I just wanna, yeah, yo. I've never experienced that, but to the friends out there, you'd be surprised. It, this apparently happens, but I've heard some friends mm-hmm. say that, and I'm like, yeah, you don't owe him anything. So just want to throw that out there. I've been out the pool for too long because I'm like... Mm-hmm, we also okay. real we also real old, Noel, so can't nobody tell us I bought you a meal. <laughs> okay, there you go. Take the old word again. You are not old. Because that's we are not, that's listen, a, we are not that old, That is a 20-year-old yeah. problem. That is but a 20, 20-something yeah, years old is the person, oh my God, he took me out. Do I, need to, do I need to have sex with him? I'm so deep into my 30s. I'm on the other side of 35. No. <laughs> it's a complete sentence. We don't, no. we don't, exactly. we don't look exactly. it. We don't look it, so... Yeah. That's the other thing too. So I'm saying, yeah, I love how Rudy would like to saying you old because you know we're not old. We don't even look our age. Thank you. No, that. we don't. But that that problem is not a not my problem. I'm too grown for that. Uh, well, you're both yeah. young in my book. I'm just saying. As far as who pays, Thank you, Rudy. he pays. Okay, he pays. Mm-hmm. 
he always pays and he's always going to pay. But if it's my man, that's different. Because you asked me about dates, just dates. No, you go out on dates and the man pays and that's my preference. Um, But once you're my man, complete different ballgame. Okay. Okay. That's for the the housewives routines. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm not paying. No. Not it's either you treat me like a princess now, or I know I'm not going to be treated like one later. <laughs> See, it's all about the communication, like we said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today on Fantastic News, these are the stories that recently caught our attention this week. Director Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan are teaming up again for a new project involving vampires. The project is set to start filming later this year during the summertime. Mmm, interesting. Okay, so what do we think about this? I'm glad again back getting the band back together. Yes, yeah. Pretty much, because it's been it's been a minute, and they both have been like successfully doing their things separately, and you know the fact that they come back together is like awesome. Yes, please. I'm excited. Correct me for if it. I'm wrong. This is now their seventh project together. Uh, probably because they okay, did yeah. Fruitvale Station. They yeah. did. Um, did the two creeds together? I think they did do the third one too, or just the second one. Just the first. No, I think Michael directed that one. No. So there's yeah, Creed, he... there's Creed one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. I so think he directed the third one. He directed the third one. I think. Oh, okay, my bad. I think Ryan did Creed one and two, um, Wakanda, Forever, mm. and Wakanda. So that's five. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm missing one. The Space Jam movie, if you technically want to count that, because he did a cameo. Michael did. He did a cameo in that film. Ryan, sure that would count Ryan, Ryan Coogler directed that? I I believe so. Either he directed or he produced. I don't think he directed that. All right. Let me double check just to be sure. Um, so what did I get through? Because yeah, I don't even know. Mm-mm. I don't think. I don't think so. Michael D. Lee did um, Space Jam. Yeah, Michael D. Lee. Okay, I think he produced it then. Okay, well, that I still only got six of them. Yeah, that's just six, though. But it's nice that they um, keep working together. I feel like, you know how some directors have a specific actor they always work with? Yeah. I think that's this pairing, possibly. But what do you guys it, think? 100% is. They are mm-hmm. um, each other's creative um, partnerships. They're, they are like Spike and um, Denzel. Or yeah. um, Martin and and Robert De Niro, or Martin and yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo, yes, Scorsese, and yeah. Mm-hmm. What's another one? I'm trying to think of another pairing because there's like a couple of them that everyone like you. Timber and then Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, yeah. that's another one. Yes, always. Those <laughs> that's another one. Yep. I yeah. like how when when um, Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter split up, uh, everybody was saying, "Who gets to keep custody of Johnny?" <laughs> Hot mess. Like who's going to take him? Who's going to take him? I also uh, was wondering. I was like, "So wait, who's going to be the lady in his movies now? Because she's perfect." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, who are you gonna, there's no, there's no replacing Helena. Mm-mm. Nope, absolutely not. I'm excited for this. I also love a good black vampire film. Um, my personal reference is Vampire in Brooklyn. One of my favorite black vampire films. <laughs> Got it. Um, I mean, vampires technically have always been in and out of just you know popularity. I mean, look at Twilight. Shoot, that <laughs> that's oh a whole God. other ball game. But 
But what's interesting about this one is that Sony, Warner Brothers, and Universal Studios are all fighting for the rights. Uh, there's a rumor that Warner Brothers is in the lead, but nothing is set in stone just yet. So I kind of want them to go with Warner Brothers or Universal, either one of the two. No disrespect to Sony. But I'm interested to see what they have planned. So is Michael going to play a vampire, a vampire slayer? Like, what is a next door neighbor of a vampire? I don't know. Who knows? Can I be honest? You? Go I ahead. don't know. Shut up. I don't <laughs> know if Michael B. Jordan as a vampire, like, is he going to bring the same energy as Killmonger? Because then it's sexy. But he oh, normally doesn't. He doesn't, yeah. doesn't. It's just young Steve Harvey with fangs. No, That's you didn't. Goodbye. Goodbye. So, so I'm saying. <laughs> really? I'm done. I'm finished. You guys can keep talking. Really? <laughs> oh my God. Well, we won't Steve know until the film comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no title just yet. Not that I could find. Could, did you guys find anything? No, it's all very oh, yeah. early. Yeah, very early on. So, I mean, I'm guessing the script must be finished. I hope. I hope it's not one of those things where the script isn't finished because we all know how that turns out. Well, listen, well, that, that strike just finished. So, you know, get a while. If it and, wasn't right. in the canon. And Ryan does a lot of his own writing, so it might be fine. Okay. No, yeah. And Ryan, we trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. I trust Ryan. Mm-hmm. For our second story, whoo, get ready. Nicki Minaj and Megan the Stallion are going at it. They are beefing. <sighs> they have each dropped their <laughs> raptors. Oh my God! Let's get into it. I want to know what you guys think. I have to wait for this. In story. the words, in the words of the illustrious Azalea Banks. Oh my God! What's the tea? The girls <laughs> are fighting. <laughs> oh my God! I, it just, oh, okay, I'll uh, say this. I'm gonna go first on this one. I said ahead. this to friends and coworkers. Don't put this on Twitter. Put this in your music. And this is what I've been mm. waiting for. Mm. Mm. Tasha, go ahead. But is it good music? <laughs> so, okay. I come from uh, the time of Ether. That whole beef between Jay-Z and I. I come from those type of rap battles. So, uh-huh. I come from bars, lyrics. And we know that both Meg and Nikki can give us bars and give us lyrics can really like tear somebody down in a song. This was a good song. Mm-hmm. Was it a great mm-hmm. song? No, but it was a good song. I agree. Nikki's reply, Bigfoot, is a bad with the song. song. Yeah, I, I did not connect with it at all. I, I'm going to just say this. I just, from somebody who, like, I'm not part, I'm not part of, um, you're not a barb. I'm not a barb. Yeah, not that gay. Um, not a bar, <laughs> not a bar, and I'm like, I know, like, you know, Megan, like, Megan has been doing her thing for the past couple of years. Not a bar, but she not a hottie because yeah. Megan's a hottie. I was, I was gonna ask because I know you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, Megan's been doing her thing, you know, got her Grammy, that's great. But I was looking at this, like, okay, all of this hype, like, the song dropped, this is his song, and I was like, okay, okay, I was like, this is, this is a, this, she's getting at everybody, like, it was mm-hmm. like, it was getting at everybody. I don't yep. really know why Nikki took that one thing and you know made it directly about her. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But I was like, girl, you talking about what you're gonna drop, and then you keep singing about your dead mama. I was like, Nikki, we get it. Like, we yeah, get it. like yep. I was like, girl, we get it. That's cute. And then you drop what you drop, and I was like, uh... 
and then you have the nerve, and then have the nerve to want to have a TED talk after. I was like, what is this? The, yeah, the last like minute, yes. is her talking. She was like, I just, I just want to say to my fans, thank you, and to her, and there's like dead pauses, and then she's like, you just know, and I was like, Nikki, really? Go ahead, Rudy. Tell us what you think about the song, though, and then, and then I'll go. I'll go. So go I thought to myself, oh my gosh, Nikki responded, let's go, and. I just kept waiting for like the song to get better because we know Nikki can rap. We know Nikki, she we know she can write her own stuff too. So I just kept waiting for the song to get better. Mm. Obviously, that line about you know Megan's mom was just flat out disrespectful and it's like, ooh, okay, she went there. But I waiting for the song to get better. And I'm gonna be honest with you, halfway through the song, I just wanted to pause it and just stop because I'm like, no, I'm mm-hmm. not connecting with this song. I, is. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I mean, at least Megan's song, you can, you know, be able to just listen through and through. But with this one, it's like, come on, Nikki, we know you can do it. So, and then she started doing that TED talk, and I was like, wait, what just happened? And then it says we have like a minute left, and I'm like, what's going on? So, all of that rambling, I was like, child. Uh, I just don't understand why Nikki talks like her jaw is broken nowadays. It irritates me. Um, it bothers me so much because I'm like, are, is your mouth okay? Because you don't always talk like that. It's fine. It's Whatever. Like, I just want you yeah. to know that. She's like, no, girls, y'all. And I'm like, Nick, I know I know you're putting on, but sometimes put it off. Don't, don't put it on all the time. Um, the, the, like I said, the song was not good. And I hate to keep bringing up Ether, but Ether is such a good diss song that they used to play it in the club. Yeah, <laughs> they played it in the club, and you could still play it now to this day. And then there's like an Eminem diss track that's so good that you could just listen to. This is not good enough to listen to. It's really not. Mm-mm, no. Wait. Question: How long did the beef between Jay Z and uh, Nas last for? Oh gosh. Oh god, it was a good a good long while. Yeah, because I'm like, I know it was in a few months. And, it was longer than that. Jay-Z, it's gotta be yeah. And Jay Z lost technically. Like, as far as the songs go back and forth, mm-hmm. there's a song that Jay-Z released after Ether. I bet no one knows the name of it. <laughs> nope, nope. Because <laughs> you the hip-hop head. Go ahead, girl. What's yeah. the name of it? Uh, it's called, like, Super Bad or something. It's just, it's not good. It wasn't, or Super Fly, something like that. It was not good. Now they're friends now, and of course, there's this whole thing about, like, like we were saying, like, battle rap, like, uh, Nikki went too far talking about Megan's mom, but technically in battle rap, they say like nothing's off the table. Yeah. But I feel like if something's gonna be on the table, you it's gotta be good. Lying on your dead mama is yeah, because really I was like, it's yeah. not a bar, sis. And then <laughs> no. and then too, like when she was trying to get her about the plastic surgeon, I was just like, okay, if she did have a nose job, you should be one to talk. I mean, Nikki. honestly, Nikki, Nikki, let's. Built- Girl. built her entire <laughs> body and I am not against Girl. plastic surgery. You build your body whichever way you want to. You build your face whichever if way you want to. Yeah. If, it's, if it's done within reason. But like, mm-hmm. you cannot shame someone for doing the same thing that you did. And exactly. exactly. If Nikki is not just being to all the girls the same way she, she complained about Kim being to her, because mm-hmm. that was a thing. Remember, she was like, oh, I loved Kim so much and Kim just didn't like me for no reason. Well, Nikki, why you don't you like sure? these girls? Yeah, like, are you? Is that what it is? Because you had a song with Megan, now you fighting with her. You had a song with Lotto, now you fighting with her. You, you literally got into a physical fight. Wait, with Nikki Cardi. had a song with Lotto. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right before, oh, right before okay. the beef. Right before the beef. One. Okay. Yeah. Right before the beef. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. No. All right. Because I'm like, wait, they did. All right. I missed that one. Mm-hmm. So why are you always in a fight with somebody? And it's you, girl. It really is. Said with love. It's you. Mm-hmm. 
You, she needs to. Nikki is a legend. Barb's really think this song is good, and I just can. I would never I be that Demi Lou. I don't know why. Because I don't. Because like... let me tell you something. I'm Hive, and I stand in this. I'm Hive. Beyonce cannot act. <laughs> what? what are you talking about, Sasha? That's crazy. So oh. I can be. You know what I mean? Like I can be deeply in my fandom, mm, but I'm not delusional. You know. Mm-hmm. Interesting you brought that up because I feel like what would you do you think she would have been able to pull off a star is born? Because yeah, she was supposed to do a Oh star yeah, that's right. Once upon a time, Clint Eastwood was supposed to direct it when Beyonce uh, was involved. And then she got no. and then she got pregs and then No. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I remember she played Etta James years ago and Cadillac Records. Cadillac yeah. Records, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Um <laughs> She was good in that. Don't yeah, she wrong. was good in that. That was one of her better ones. And she was good in Dream Girls. So she's good in the yeah. things where she plays exactly who she already is. And then there was this one animated feature where you play, she plays like the queen. And that was good because she just had to be ethereal. So she again just had to be herself. How yeah, was, was Lion King? So again. Back to Nikki because <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Beyonce. Yeah, I love how we always sidetrack, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> but you know, back to Nikki because yeah. that's the train wreck that was. It was very hard watching Lion King, being like, "So Beyonce, I can hear you being Beyonce." <laughs> Whatever. I just wish I keep saying this and I'm going to say it again because I'm not sure if I said it on the show, if I said it to people. I feel like Nicki Minaj should be in her Queen Latifah era. I don't even think she should be making music. Nicki oh. should be so deep into her mogul acting she, um, yeah. fashion Something. bag. Like she should be so far over there that her, first of all, her fans should be starving. They're not. They're getting way too much music. Like the Rihanna Navy? <laughs> starving yes. like us? Okay. <laughs> starving. Mm-hmm. But, but even though you guys are starving, Rihanna is thriving. Yeah. Bar- She's giving y'all other stuff to do, Rudy. Y'all yeah. got, giving y'all mad other stuff. Barbs are not starving <laughs> and Nikki is not thriving. So what's the problem? Just, I don't Step know. Away. It's just like, girl, like you, like, and then the whole, and then you want to have beef with everybody. everybody. And then you want to, and then like, including, including the Grammys. Because I'm like, girl, you, you, luckily you got this nomination this year because even though it's a collabo, you got this nomination, but it's like, you could have been had, you know, what you, what you should have had, but. And um, I, it's so funny because she was like, so what if Megan has a Grammy? And get, we understand that award shows are superfluous. Whatever. We mm-hmm. get that. We also do still enjoy them and accolades are nice. And so like it, the good comes with the bad, blah, 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 blah. Nikki, you don't have one and you're one of the greatest female rappers of all time. Exactly. That's a problem from, from, the, from the Grammy side, but it's also a problem from your side. Like why is it that you can't, because most of Nikki's albums are not great. Nikki's features are amazing. Yeah. Nikki's random singles that she puts out are amazing, but like full bodies of work, uh-huh. they're they're never as good as, as what I think she can do. I liked Pink Crit. I thought Pink Crit was a great a solid album. No. No, I like that no. one. Also, they're, all, forget, they're never good rap this, songs. I'm not a rap girl, so I don't know. As we record this, uh, the Nikki just came out this morning. So my question to you both is this: Do you guys think that we're uh, gonna get Megan respond either later tonight or even tomorrow? Mm, I don't think she's gonna. 
I I don't know if she how she, she's I think she's gonna respond. I don't know how she's gonna respond. I don't think it's gonna be music. Though. I yeah. think she I think what she said is and like I think she's just gonna be I said what I said and then that's it because the 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 song itself is very is very direct like she's like I'm talking about everybody it's like nobody in particular is that one person it's like everybody's getting it but it's like she's like I don't have to say anything else mm-hmm. yeah Drop it was giving this is the last yeah. time that I'm gonna address it she's not addressing yeah. them anymore she, she also addressed it. Drake and Tory Lane so she yeah she had a lot to say with this track mm-hmm. but but like Nobody. I don't feel like anyone else said anything. Like Drake didn't clap back. Tori, no. I don't know if they're allowing him um, phones in jail. You know he um, got. You know he got a burner phone. <laughs> I don't know if he's allowed a phone in jail. But a hit dog gonna holler, and Nicki been hollering all weekend long. Just yeah, screaming. it's been a long weekend. <laughs> for our third and final story, we have received the Oscar nominations for this year's Oscar awards ceremony. Not only did we get a lot of great nominations, but we also got some surprising snubs as well. <laughs> oh, Lordy Jeebus. And everyone's <laughs> up in arms about this, too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we have a lot to unpack here. All right, then. Let's start with this. Were there any nominations that caught your attention? In a good way or a bad way? Yeah. Let's start with the good. Let's start with the good. Um, I was happy for America Forever. Yay, that was, a definite, that was a definite surprise. I was really surprised by that one. I was happy for... Um, Across the Spider Verse. Oh, for uh, Best Animated Feature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. So anybody else? I was happy for um, Coleman. Oh, mm. I was very, yeah. Go ahead, talk about Coleman. I know I he's your favorite. There. I mean, I just, I mean, I just love the guy. No, Coleman Domingo is one of my favorite actors. So I was like really excited the fact that he. Finally got to this point. I knew it was going to come. I didn't know where project was going to be, but I knew it was going to happen for him. He's been like rocking it all award season, including the fashions. That's, oh, the that's fashions. a whole that's a whole nother conversation we need to have. Anyway, but definitely got that my caught my attention. I was happy for Jeffrey Wright, who's another one of my favorite black actors. Like, oh, icon. Um, I was I was very. It was a very Issa, It was a very Issa Rae room for everybody black. Yes, it was very yes. bad. Yeah, Sterling so, K. Brown. Sterling K. Both everybody black. Child, like when I and I had just I just saw American Fiction and I was just like, yep, definitely nailed it. It was so good. What about you, Rudy? Was there anyone you were surprised about? Uh, let's see. So, what one of my favorite films, actually, my favorite film of last year, and one of my new favorite Christmas films, uh, The Holdovers, was nominated for best uh, leading uh-huh. actor, best uh, supporting actress, and best picture. I am so happy. I feel like. This one kind of came and went with, with the movies. I'm so glad we got it. I loved it. It's a character piece. I'm so happy for the nominations. Um, I also want to point been, out... They've been rocking this whole yeah. season. Oh, though. yes, absolutely. Yeah, Paul Giamatti even won one of the Best Actor Awards. I think it was the Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah, he's won the Globe, the Critics' Choice. He's, 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 he's on track. Yeah, he's going to oh, yeah. get the tag. Yeah, it's... yeah. Yeah, so happy for him. And then Divine as well. She's been uh, just succeeding as well. I think she even got one of the yeah. awards, didn't she? She got all of them. She's another yeah. one that she's, she's on track. On track. Yep, Golden Globe. So happy. And for those of you who have not seen this film, please go watch it. I loved it. It was a cozy watch. That's the best way to watch it. And it has this mm-hmm. like vintage 80s, early 90s vibe to it. Filmmaking Absolutely not. It's the 70s. Yeah, so I was like, oh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <Wait> <laughs> All right. No, yeah. And then also, I saw this article. I I don't know if it was the Hollywood Reporter, but they were saying how Coleman Domingo 
and Jodie Foster were two nominees that were openly queer playing queer characters. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. So that's that's a huge win as well. I think Coleman's the second, and I think he's the second second person to to have that for in that type of setup. Mm -hmm. That's a whole that's a whole new thing going on. But yeah, and then holdovers is on Peacock, people. So don't act like you can't see it. It's free. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that this weekend then. That's so good. Um, as far as like that, that or or maybe like I did not expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. Uh, what's her name? Annette Benning, because I feel like I didn't hear about that. Let's I talk about that. Yeah. I've heard nothing about the movie Nayad, and I'm like Nayad. What is that? Um, Annette Benning, Jodie Foster, and I was yeah. talking about this with my best friend. I was like, Hey, have you heard about this movie? She's like, No. What I do know is that it's a Netflix movie. That's it. That's all I know. But I've heard nothing else about this movie. It kind of was a sleeper cell in terms of the award season because, like, it was, it wasn't in the, it wasn't really in, it was in the beginning of it, but not until now. It's starting to pick up traction. So that's why all of a sudden it's like, I think they didn't get anything. I think they might have got Golden Globes. I might be mistaken, but I know, like, Critics' Choice, they definitely got in there. And then all of a sudden the Oscar noms came out and I saw Annette Bending and I was like, I was like, yep. There's there's somebody else's spot because Annette Benning has mm-hmm. not had this is her one and only for the season, right? Yeah. She hasn't, yeah. but she this is her I think this is maybe her fourth, maybe her four, third or fourth nomination, if I'm not mistaken, because she hasn't mm. got one. It's kind of yeah. like a Julianne Moore thing where you're like, is she gonna get one? Because it's been so long since she definitely should have had one. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they it makes sense that she jumped in there. So yeah. But it, I mean, so it, okay, it makes sense that she jumped in there, but it doesn't make sense being that we know they're not going to give it to her. So if you know you're not going to give it to her anyway. Actually, based, off of, based off of last year's um, yeah. supporting actress situation, which, you know, she, oh, should, she, last should, not, she should not be named. Um, <sighs> I feel like this, I feel like this, this is going to be an interesting one because I feel like there's going to be a couple of like, a couple of surprises. So I wouldn't. I really wouldn't be surprised if they give it to her because it's Annette Bennett. And I you saw don't this. Think and it's I saw the trailer. I listen. It probably is, but I think that they might give it give give an icon, rightfully so. Okay. On top of what you said, I remember, I think the first official year I started paying attention to award show season was when Michelle Williams played uh, Marilyn Monroe in My mm-hmm. Week with Marilyn. I remember okay. that particular year, okay. she swept the entire award show season, and then Meryl Streep won Best Actress. So, oh, yeah, to your that, point, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could just happen, because it's like, huh. Wait, like, but what oh, did Meryl win for? The Iron Lady. Best Actress. It was for the, uh, the Iron, Iron Lady. Lady. Yeah. Oh, well, that made sense. Yeah. That <laughs> was, that was, because that was the same year that she was nominated with Viola. Yeah. So that was a weird, that was a, that was a hard season. Yeah, that was not, Michelle wasn't going to win that year. So sometimes it's like, oh my God, this person's been winning yeah. all season. But then you look at who they're up against, it's like, well, yeah. this is not, this is not a, a easy, an easy category. But, no, and that came out of nowhere. Okay. Or if they do ones where it's like they don't, where it's kind of depends on the year because sometimes somebody will win the Globe, then another person will win the SAG Award, then a different mm-hmm. person will win like Critics Choice or like um, yeah, Spirit Award. So it's like some some so some years we get some years we get a couple of fun couple of fun like ups and downs. So it depends. And then there are those years where you win everything and you come to the Oscars and you win nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it happens. Just, yeah. I remember some people were disappointed that. Um, 
Glenn Close. I won't say Glenn Coco. I'm like, no, that's a, this ain't Mean Girls. But no. <laughs> uh, Glenn Close didn't win the Oscars because it went to uh, Olivia Coleman for Trial, the favorite. When I tell you, I yeah, was, but you know oh what? I, that, that was my favorite performance. I love the favorite. I bought that on DVD. She I love Olivia good. in that movie. She was good, but it should like Glenn. Glenn, like they they jumped her. I want to ask you oh. both this while we're on this topic because what was it like? Three weeks ago, they gave Angela Bassett her honorary Oscar, and I'm like. Mm. They, I just, it's, yeah, heavy sigh for life. Angela was, she was literally, it was in her hands. Yeah. It was literally in her hands. It was hers for the taking. And then the Academy decided, let's just, let's just give it to Legacy. Yep. Let's just give it to Legacy. Jamie Lee Curtis and her family are like icons in Hollywood. And I get it. And it's like. They're Hollywood royalty, just like Drew Barrymore and her family. Hollywood royalty. mm -hmm. But. If we look at the two performances mm. and we look at those two movies, Jamie didn't even deserve the like the nomination compared to the other young lady who also got the nom and lost. It was honestly between that girl and Angela for me. Yeah. And it was Angela's for the taking because they didn't give it to Angela for Tina Turner. And I'm still mad about that. Really? I'm not Ooh. letting that go. I'm not letting that go. <laughs> Just like I'm never letting go that they didn't give it to uh, Eddie for Dreamgirls. I'm not letting well, we, it go. Well, we know this. Well, we know the thing behind that one, but that's yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you both this: Do you think that the Academy will sometimes do certain things to get more eyes on the screen? Yes. More viewership. I was thinking the same thing. What do you mean? Like, do you think like, oh, well, one of the topics we're going to cover in a bit. <laughs> do you guys think that they give certain awards or maybe even snub certain awards just? for controversy to get more viewership do you think they ever do that because i i sometimes wonder i sometimes wonder i don't know if it's that i think it's i think the issue is that the academy is it's now the the fact that they're now trying to turn over new leaf and start changing diversity and like adding people to the actual academy that have to give a better like to give a better eye on everything Mm -hmm. so i think beforehand it was kind of like a like a boys club Mm-hmm. If you will, that it's like they can they can figure out they can they can decide what they want and who they want to win. So now you're getting different perspectives from different people. So now it's like getting a little bit better. So I don't know if it's necessarily that they're like, oh, let's just give it to this person so we, we can see so people can want to watch next year to figure it out. I think it's just them trying to be like, we're in control of like, you know, who we want to win. So now it's a change of it's a change of pace. Also, speaking of diversity, I want to point this out too before I forget. Uh, this is the most diverse for both the act- the acting categories for the women for su- yeah. uh, supporting and leading. So we have Lily Gladstone, who's the first indigenous actress yeah. or mm-hmm. yeah, Native awesome. American actress. Yeah. And then, of course, we also have in supporting, we have Daniel Brooks, America Ferreira, and Divine Joint Randolph. My question is this. Have there ever been two um, black actresses in the same category yep. before? Yep. Leading or supporting? Last- okay. The last time it was supporting was, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was Taraji and Viola. Yeah, uh-huh. I think so. It was that it was 2000. It was like 2008, 2009. Oh, because okay. it was so Viola. Was, Viola was in um, Doubt, and then Taraji was in Benjamin. Button. Benjamin Button. Yep. Okay. So it's always a couple. Of, it's always a couple of years that there's a you know, and it's like I think it was like Will in the men's category was Will. And Denzel in the same year? Yes, there was yes. a Will and Denzel year. It, I think oh. was that the year that Denzel won? Yes, I think that I think that was that year that Denzel won, and then that was the year that um 
um, Sydney Poitier. Sydney Poitier got, got his, his as well. Same yep. Time. So it's same it's, night. There's been that, and like, yeah, it's it. There's been a couple. There's been a couple of years where it's just like it's like two, you know, two chocolate chips and the cookie. So yeah, this is great because <laughs> we don't really get this that often, and. I'm just so happy because, again, we've seen these performances and they are amazing. And I'm just so proud of them. And from the Latino aspect as well, because the last person to win was Ariana DeBoss. Before that, I honestly can't remember. It was um, it was Rita. I'm about to say it was Rita. It was Rita. <laughs> yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, because was, I know Selma Hayek. Yeah. yeah, Selma Hayek and Rosie Perez were nominated. Oh, no, no, I'm wrong. Penelope Cruz, sorry. Penelope Cruz has an Oscar. You're right. Well, no, actually, she's not Latina. She's... um. Uh, Spanish. She's from Spain. It's all. It's oh, a whole other. Yeah, yeah. You're so right, technically, right. no. Yeah, I understand when people. I'm are you right. You're right. Let me stop. <laughs> no, you're um, fine. You're fine. <laughs> a lot of people. Penelope does have one. Yeah. Penelope does have one. History lesson. You're fine. But but yeah. like but but to your point, yeah, it is like you know, there's a different setup because uh, since Rita has been Rita and then Ariana and then that's it. There's not been. And it's wild because isn't Rita? I'm about to say it's the same exact role, which yeah. is. Is is canny and iconic. And it's funny because look, with that being. With being with Maestro being nominated, it all ties back to West Side Story. Yeah, since he did the uh, he did the music. Uh, have you guys seen Maestro? I have. I, have. <laughs> I kept hearing how this was the villain of the Oscars this year. I was like, the villain of the Oscars? What does it mean? And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, I so, see. It's very Oscar tropey. So, real quick, Rudy, what did you think? I personally did not like it because I'm like, I don't know this person that's based on a real you know person and i feel like watching it i still don't know anything about him uh Mm. i'm glad that carrie mulligan had a lot to do here acting wise i thought they both did a good job however i realized i think within the first 20 30 minutes i'm like wait is she supposed to play a latina character and then i did some research and i'm like yep she's playing a latina character yeah, she's Chilean. Like, yeah, his wife was Chilean. Yes, and I know there's Latinos that are white passing or just fair skinned, so that's why I'm like, <laughs> that's still no excuse though. Yeah, and I'm, Bradley yeah. wrote and directed the film, so that's why I'm like, okay, you guys clearly didn't care about this. N- none of you did, and that's why I'm just so disappointed. So I'm like, Carrie, I love you, great performance, but you lost me here. I want Carrie to win really badly because I love Carrie Mulligan. She's one of my favorites. I was not impressed. Like, I was kind of upset with Bradley. And it kind of sucks because this is his second foray into directing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't see it. All I see was, that movie was, all, honestly, it was all Carrie. It was all Carrie Mulligan. It was all Carrie Mulligan. When I look up the picture of the person that she was representing, um, they couldn't have um, hired a, anybody slightly brown. This lady is white. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, white, I know, but they could have gone like an Anadamas or something. I don't know. Yeah, this is a very white woman. Yeah. It was, like, I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, okay, I un- I understand why you guys are like, we're not even good. I don't even know. Like, visually, it was, like, visually was great too, but it just was like, I was... was so my great. issue was I feel like the performances were great. Like, yeah, the Bradley... Yeah, Bradley. the performances were amazing. The film, nothing happens. Exactly. No, I'm like, what no, is this no. about again? It's it, like it's, it's like supposed to chronicle him, but it doesn't really it doesn't really do much. Which is just, which is segue, which is just how I feel about Priscilla. But anyway, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Nothing really happened in that film. Uh, I'm like, what's? Yeah, I'm like, girl got a Golden Globe nomination now, which is like she didn't do anything. You I actually yelled that thing. at the TV. <laughs> 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 I did. Like no shade, girl, but I was like, I didn't get anything from it. I was just like, so you were just waiting around for Elvis your whole life until mm-hmm. you decided to leave. 
I took my mom to go see that, and by the time it ended, we were like, what? That's it? Like, nothing really happened? Because I don't know why we kept expecting them to, like, fight or some type of abusive scene, and we're like, nothing happened. And I feel like I was ready for that actress to give us a performance, so that's why I kept waiting. And I'm like, Mm -mm. you guys didn't give her anything to do? Not really. So I would like to see her in something else, but for Priscilla, when everybody's like, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. And I'm like, I don't know about that. (laughs) I was in that front front row at a mad child. I was like, what is this? I was like, really? Luckily, I had to pay for it. Um, I did want to ask you guys, because they're, you know, we're big animated people here. Mm -hmm. Uh, The animated nominations, uh, it did, um, what is it? Nimona, uh, Elemental, uh, The Boy. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, Robot Heron. Dreams and The Boys in the Heron. The Boys in the Heron. So, um, I personally, uh, I don't understand why Elemental was in there. I liked it. Really? I yeah. liked it. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it wasn't a good film. I just do feel like this is one of those things where there are so many people from Pixar who get to vote. That. <laughs> oh, I see. That's why it ended up in there because it's not the best of the best, as, as, as far as I'm concerned. Well, what would you have swapped it with? Um, I didn't look to see what else I would swap it with, but I I know that it wasn't. Mm. Has anyone seen the Nimona or Robot Dreams? Oh, Nimona is so good. Is it okay? Can we stream it anywhere? That's Sasha's drama. On Netflix. Right it's what? First, oh, okay, I'll watch it then. Oh, yay. It's on Netflix, and I believe... Um, so, like, um, Nimona is a bad... She's a bad guy. That's her thing. But oh. there's, like, a not a prince, but, like, a knight. And she ends up being his sidekick because they start to think that he's evil. But he's actually... Anyway, the, the, the main thing I'm saying is, like, it's so different. And the, the knight is gay. Oh, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, okay. So it, it has so many scenes in it that I'm like, huh, wow, you guys are able to, like, really using animation just as a medium and not just like, oh, yeah, like telling any story you want to tell. Mm-hmm. But yes, with that being said, I would, you know who I want to win Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. I gave that film a 10 out of 10, Tasha, if you remember our review yeah. on it. So that's why for me, I'm like, okay. It no, should yeah. have been. It should have been, in my my opinion, it should also have been nominated as best picture of the year. It was one of the best films mm-hmm. of 2023 for everything that it did. I gotta catch up because I ain't seen the first one. But seg. But real quick, I, unpopular opinion. Speaking of animated, mm-hmm. unpopular opinion. I think Wish should have been in there, and the songs from Wish should have been nominated. Just what? Was, we were going to songs Damn next. That. We were going to songs next. Just, that was my next thing. I just, I'm saying, I'm just saying because, because I'm gonna give it to you. I don't believe Wish was a great movie, but every I, do. I don't think it was that single, bad. It, it's like Elemental. It's mid, but every single was, song from Wish is Oscar worthy, and girl, people are not I giving said, the songs the time that they need to be I given. Was, yeah, simply I because would, the movie yeah. wasn't great. Because that flaming hot song, I had you guys listen to the songs. That flaming hot song, yeah. it's not good. Yeah, I was, was like, gonna bring I was like, that. Uh, I was like, I was like, this is a club song. What is? This? I was like, wait. Go ahead, Rudy, I'm gonna talk be about honest it. with you. So with Becky G, she's huge in the singing mm-hmm. Latino community. She's huge. Uh, and for those of you that don't remember, she was the Yellow Power Ranger in that movie we got a few years ago. Yes. Um, yeah, but I, know, I, I was surprised this song shower. got nominated. Hmm? Wait, you know her from where? No. The song shower singing in the shower. Oh, yeah. 
And she was on Drag Race recently. And I was just like, Becky G? I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest with you. I sometimes wonder if award shows will give certain nominations for just checking a box of diversity. I really uh-huh. hope that's not mm-hmm. what's going on here because I'm going to be honest with you. I heard no one in the Latino community talk about this song at all. It never went viral. She's a great singer. I love her music. I check her out. I have plenty of her songs on my phone. But with this song, I'm like, mm, I don't, I like the piccolo sound of it, but even her vocals, I'm like, Becky, you can sing better. Like, I'm not, I'm not connecting with this song. So that's why I'm like, why did the Oscars choose this song? Well, so, maybe, they, maybe they put it in there only, like you were just saying about the diversity. Maybe they just put that in because they couldn't put if it in. If that's the category. case, they should have tossed this wish in there because Ari- Ariana Ariana's is, vocals, yes. It's right there. That's the they could, but they, and they also, and they also could have took out one of those, they could have took out the Ken song from Barbie. Just saying. Oh, yes. Oh. I'm Why like, is that there? I don't understand it either. Oh, uh, before I forget, speaking of singing, I am so sad Hallie is not here for um the first time from Little Mermaid. I, I was going there too, Rudy. See you mm-hmm. on track today. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you on track no. today. Because that was the next one. I was like, and then if they didn't want to do Wish, maybe they didn't want to do two Disney songs, they could have given it to Hallie because that was another one. She, but but which but what song would she have got nominated for? For the first time. For the first time. Oh, uh, yeah. For Best Original, yeah, because mm-hmm. they can't do Part of Your World. It would have been yeah. amazing to see, have mm-hmm. her sing that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, listen, as long as it's not Scuttlebutt, I know some, some people listening love that song, but no, nope. Not and those people have bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But in, in all honesty, though, so my favorite was the, man, what's it called? Let's see. I think that. Billie Eilish is going to take that song. That no, she has it already. No. She does have it already. She, yeah, she, she won last year for that, for that well, um, song from... My favorite was uh, the It Never Went Away song by John uh, Batiste. I think that's how you pronounce his name. That was my favorite out of this category, but I think that what I was made for is going to take it. There's just no there's no denying that. It's going to go to Billie, mm-hmm. I think. You know what it, what, what it should go to? It should go to the, the Susan Lucci of the Oscars in this category. <laughs> Diane Warren, honey, and that's another one they did. They did, they did her, they did her dirty. She's been, I think she's the most nominations in this category, and they gave her her like her her um governor's lifetime. award. Yeah, she's got like a lifetime year. achievement. And something. it's like the fact that they not this woman has been nominated every year in this category for like the past like for like years, but I think for like the past five years she's been in this category every every year. Yeah, I and don't they think she's not, like, she not getting it this year either. Yeah. It's okay, like, I'm just like give this woman, give the woman her award. Like, and I'm still mad at her because she was talking uh, crap about Beyonce. Okay, Diane, sit down. Oh, what? When? When the album came out. Oh no. She was like, "Why are so many people on like on here as writers for the song?" Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, because of the interpolations." And Diane said, "You can't just write a song, Diane. This is why." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is why they won't give you this award because you be trying it. She has the right. She has the super original <laughs> category from the Oscars. It's not uh-huh. fair. It's not fair. Whatever. But I'm actually um, going to take this moment for us to not stop talking about the Oscars, but to pivot into what the main topic is today without taking a break and go <laughs> into the Oppenheimer, Barbie, Barbenheimer, I guess, effect. Because I feel like the Barbenheimer effect really did something to the Oscars this year. Oh, yes. Oh, it did. It did something. (laughs) (laughs) So, with Ryan being nominated, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and not Greta. And not Margot. And not Margot, which is mm-hmm. another reason why I was like, Annette is taking I'm Margot's place. Mm-hmm. Who do yeah. you think is taking Greta's place? Oh, let's see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let y'all go first. All right, then. Here are the nominees for directing. All right, then. So Justine Triet for Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. for Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan, Oppenheimer, Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things, and then Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. I'm giving, I'm giving, well, let y'all go first. Y'all go ahead. Well, it's not for the three films that I've seen out of that category. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not Flower Moon, it's not Oppenheimer, it's not Poor Things. I have not seen, so I cannot confirm or deny, but those two at, at this moment are debatable. Um, you wait, Taj, you said who, who would we get rid of? Who is, do you think, taking Greta's place? Somebody is taking Greta's place. Oh, that's a, I don't know. Hmm. Should we go with Anatomy of a Fall? Because that kind of goes with the theme of the conversation for now. I feel like I feel like in their heads, they're looking at it like, well, we put a woman in the category. Yes, that's I think oh. that's what they did. Yes, I feel okay. like if they were like, well, we put a Checking woman the in the box category, against the diversity, and it's you know, it's not it is it's not an American. That not that that's an issue, but like I feel like that they're like they were able they, to kick, get um, kill yeah. two birds with one stone. Because I feel like to them it was, I think. I don't. I really don't know because I feel like because of what the success of Barbie, and what it stood for and the messaging and everything else like that that I don't know if I don't know if they were looking at it like well we can't we can't give them we can't give them so much stuff and also too I feel like they're like oh well we gave it best picture yeah I want to point this out because I remember watching Barbie and before the film was even halfway through I remember thinking this I remember thinking this film is holding up a mirror to the world and not everyone is going to be ready for the truth mm-hmm. and I feel like they proved that point in particular with Margot's nomination or lack of nomination. Lack thereof. Yeah, lack thereof, because Ryan got the nomination, the film got the nomination, but both Margie and Greta did not. So I feel like the movie proved its point mm. here and then in other ways as well, but definitely here, because it's like, you're going to nominate Ken, but not Barbie? Yeah, that is weird. I'm mm. going to say, without seeing the movie, was so meaning that this, this opinion is absolutely, like, it has no merit. But I think the zone of interest is the one in here that needs to go. And so that Greta could get hers. Mm-hmm. Without me seeing it, of the two that I haven't seen, the three that I have, like the, no, I haven't seen three of them. I haven't seen Poor Things, but I know that that's good. That's Laura's, yeah. Yeah, I, he's always. Um, yeah. And I, I haven't, I haven't seen Anatomy of the Fall, and I haven't that's seen what I say, yeah. Zone of Interest. But of the two that I, of those two, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Zone of Interest. Even though, like I said, this opinion has no merit because I haven't seen the movie. So I have no question for Noah. Oh, but Jonathan Glazer has done, uh, okay. So he's done a couple, he's done Birth with Nicole Kidman. The Fall. Uh, yeah. uh, Sexy Beast. So he has some things, um, but right. I just feel like. That one I, was the, yeah. And I also feel like the, um. It being a period piece, um, and it being about the Holocaust, yeah. it's kind of like a gimme for the Oscars. Kind of like slave movies are like gimmies for the Oscars, which is another thing to bring up. Yeah. Um, Color Purple having one. Um, yeah, that was I, a huge shocker. 
I, that one, I don't, I don't know if it's because of when it dropped. Because you know how there's like specific, like cutoffs and things like that in terms of like when it comes out and like when you get in to nominate, blah blah blah. But I feel like I don't know if it's because I think a lot of people went into this not realizing that this is based off of a mix of both. Like, I think it's a mix of three, honestly. It's the book, the musical, and the movie. And I feel like mm. people went into it like, oh, this is nothing like the original. It's not supposed to be, people. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, it, exactly. It was all the singing. It's not, that's part of it. Because there's a musical that was made out of the movie and the book. And I feel like people, like, miss that. So I feel like a lot of people didn't really like the fact that they were, like, it was that aspect. And then the other aspect of the fact that they lightened the mood. Because we're used to the color purple being the color purple of just, you know, the movie of what it is and the fact that they had lightened. So I think a bit. the part of what you're saying right here is the idea that the Academy enjoys seeing black trauma. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just leave that sentence right there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pattern of a history with what you're saying. So I'm not disagreeing with that. I mean, when you look back at certain films and certain nominations, you're not wrong, Tasha. And you would and you would think that the fact that they did tweak it and alter it, that you know, they would at least, you know, put it in there. But then also too, at the same time, with all the other stuff that's going on with the movie outside of everything, that, yeah. probably, that definitely starts to play a role in too too, with the whole like with the whole thing with Taraji and the whole, you know. The, the, the stuff about the the money and all the other stuff and then the stuff about the, the things on set. I feel like that type of stuff kind of like unintentionally like ruined their chances. Or like it, it shifted the focus. Yeah. yeah. But, Tasia talking- but Tasia definitely should have been in there. We know that yes. Fantasia should have been there. Yes. Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. She did double duty if you think about it because she was acting and singing. And I think this is the first time that a musical of this size has only garnered one nomination because historically, musicals do well at the um, at the Oscars. It actually used to be that a musical won the Oscar Best Film like every single year, (laughs) like back in like the fifties, the forties, the thirties. They were just out there singing and dancing and winning awards. <laughs> Dog Millionaire. Uh, there's, there's plenty. Um, what I was mean, the name like of the an, Amer- an American in Paris. West Side uh, Story remake and the original. Yeah, the original. Um, what else? Um, You're right, though. My, like My Fair Lady, yeah. Sound of Music. Sound of Music. So, like, these are. Chicago. So, that's what I'm saying. Back, back in the day, the only people that really won. <laughs> Mm-hmm. were musicals and now it has shifted and we get more like dramatic focuses or you'll get something that are more like character pieces like maestro which is that i don't understand um because <laughs> this wasn't great and bradley and, and, was pushing for it like bradley's like this is this is mine this is my movie and i'm doing it and i'm like okay bro but not really. maybe somebody else should have directed it maybe or maybe the editing wasn't great maybe a lot of stuff ended up on the editing floor but whatever um Back to Barbie, right? Yes. And Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. They are both in there for adapted screenplay. Same category. Yes. Both of those. Uh, where else do they go neck and neck? Um, do they both get cinematography? No. Yeah, no, no. I think so. Let me double check because I. No, just, oh, no, no, just Oppenheimer. Just Oppenheimer. Best costume, uh, not directing as we discussed. Costume, they're both in there against each other for costume. Um, yeah. Are they both in there? So production design, Ooh, they're both this. in there for production design. They're Wait, going hold up. head so, to head so much. 
so get this so for makeup and hairstyling oppenheimer is there but not barbie yeah yep what mm-hmm. that was weird sorry um everyone if you hear um a cat it's kendrick she for some reason just loves to scream hey girl hey i don't know what's wrong with her and i really i can't be bothered but yes for makeup um barbie's not there but i guess sorry kendrick uh, <laughs> i guess technically it's tell me everybody who's in there for makeup because i am all the way on out. all right makeup is golda maestro oppenheimer poor things in society of the snow yeah honestly those are those were more ones than although oppenheimer kind of feels like why well, it's a period piece. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's something. Not, that's yeah. something. Maybe they gave it to them because they're a period piece because it was excellent period piece makeup. Um, I but wonder I also if think, wait, Barbie... my show's not in there. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, okay, it is. I'm about to say because I watched that and the aging of oh, every character mm-hmm. was just it was flawless. It was yeah, the, the liver amazing. spots. It was the slight pushing back of the hairline. It was the way he would tan and get that orangey color oh, and that leathery oh. looking skin. Oh, it's it was... a creepy old man. Sorry, go ahead. He wasn't very creepy. It was. I was like, "Why are you old. in the club with your students?" Sorry, guys. It was giving old. Yeah. It was. Yes. It was giving elder gay, and it was yes. not doing, flattering. Doing, co- doing coke, doing coke at parties. I can't. So you were yeah. eighty. Gross. Guys. This is why I was so confused by the film because I'm like, okay, are we going to explore his sexuality? No, not really. Oh, okay. No, we right, did. Then. No, we no, we explored it. We we yeah. he made, his remember Sarah Silverman was like, I mean, he's just he's just he's 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 just different man. He's just. Felicia. Yeah. yeah. I like Sarah Silverman in that film. I was just surprised to see. I was like, Sarah, what are you doing here? But I liked her. But... She's great. Mm-hmm. So you, I feel like because of the Barbenheimer effect, mm-hmm. they are nominated in quite a few categories together and also separately just because of how great the marketing was and how great the press run was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever see any two films be able to do something like this again? I've thought this before so many times. I, for now, want to say no because it's like, obviously, the, the, the public has to really care about what's being put out there. Barbenheimer was a huge cinematic event, and it still is. Mm-hmm. It still is. I think COVID definitely helped. I yes. feel like, I think that uh, that's what I'm like, I don't know, like like Rudy just said, I don't know if we'll be able to do it again because it worked out because of, you know, we had that and the writer strike at the same time, so it kind of was like so yeah, yeah. two things that just made it evolve. It came out right before the writer strike, and I almost feel like the people working on the press run probably knew something was going to happen, and they were like, "We're going to do the best of the best." Like the teams were all together, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. we're going to do everything that we can do to make this amazing because it's going to." Oh, be they a had drought. a full budget for yeah. the promotion of Barbie. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. and it we're going to be starving penny. out here. Mm-hmm. Everything pink. Yes. Yep. It was so good, and just the nods to like Margot dressing like a different Barbie from every era for every single thing. Perfection. Loved it. Okay. You have the teamwork of that because hair, yeah. nails, makeup, um, her wardrobe stylist, her publicist, everyone has to be on the same page for that. That is a monster task, and they just it was a and she's not the only one. Issa. Yeah, Issa oh. was yeah, Issa was killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, America. Was definitely... She looked great. It was. But to, sidebar, with this, with the whole Margot thing, I I get it. Like she was robbed of a nomination. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if we look at the, if we're looking at kind of the storyline, 
if you think about it from a different perspective, technically speaking, yes, the movie is about, you know, Barbie and everything, but America's character technically is kind of important too, because if she's the one that created the issue, mm-hmm. then her character is kind of, you know, so it is like kind of in the forefront too. And then also when it comes to Ryan's nomination, like, I think it's because of the way that the character, like, we know who Ken is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Ken was, like, in this situation of, like, wait, what is not, I can't get what I want? Like, what is this about? And then, you know, goes to the real world, figures it out, like, oh, this is what it really is. And then that happens. I don't I don't know. Like, I feel like... I like, feel like I, he did a good job, too. Yeah. Like, he I did see what do you a good mean. job. And that arc, that the, the, the path that character makes, the way he arched from, like, being all in Barbie's face to like it being a thing where he's going to bring patriarchy Mm -hmm. back to Barbie world to get back at Barbie to like realizing that like he doesn't know if he's enough and am I enough? It it was a fun ride that that character went on. Mm -hmm. And also, sorry if you guys heard that again, that's Kendrick. She's pressing Okay, she's pressing buttons on her food thing and the buttons are locked. She's like, I have an opinion. I know, I saw it. I have an opinion. And to speak back to Ken, remember when those images first dropped of them being on the beach? Yes. And everybody was like, how he looks so orange and he doesn't make sense as Ken and Mm -hmm. why is he Ken? I almost feel like Mm -hmm. this is somebody in the PGA (laughs) telling all their friends See, they was making fun of me. I knew he was gonna be good. Make sure yeah. you vote for him for everything. <laughs> mm. You stupid, but yeah. <laughs> it's all it just it feels very yeah. much like people hated his casting, loved Margot's casting, thought she was mm-hmm. gonna do a great job, which she did, and now she's not getting as much accolade as we thought she would. I want to point something out too with Margot, because you, you are right, you're hitting every nail on the head. I just want to point this out because it was told told to me recently. Uh, people forget Margot was also a producer for this film, so yeah. being nominated so she, for best she, film, she's if not, she yeah. Wins, yeah. So if, she, if if it wins best film, she does get a piece of that particular pie. Obviously, it's not the same as best actress, yeah. of course, because of what she does professionally. Noel, I want to ask you a quick question. Did mm-hmm. you watch Poor Things? I have not seen it yet. Don't judge me. Oh no, no, you're fine. You're fine. It's just, I thought <laughs> you did for some reason. I don't me know too. why. Me too. I thought he did. Okay, I, no, yeah. it's fine. The reason why I bring this up is because. Emma Stone and Margot Robbie, Robbie, in a weird parallel way, kind of give the same performance in That's a weird way. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, because the because I know that her character is Emma Stone's character is kind of like the same like doll type situation. Like don't know, like in that whatever weird yes. universe. So it it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, because both characters, trust me, Emma Stone really goes for her, her role. For those of you who have seen the film, Bella, if you're listening. We went through an experience with this film anyways. So my point is this. Both their characters, like you said, start off one way. And by the end of the film, they've gone through this world, like life-changing journey. And they have completely changed. They've grown. They've learned. They've loved. And they view life in a different way. And I wonder if the Oscars maybe looked at both performances and said, hmm, this is technically the same performance, which it's not. I'm just pointing that out. Mm -hmm. So. I just well, wonder... do they do they both explore? In your opinion, do they both kind of explore feminism? Yes. So then, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah I never thought that, about I, that. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, it's because trust me, what they do with Emma Stone in that film, it's really. 
it's a lot. So that's why I'm not surprised she's nominated, and that's why I won't be surprised if she wins the the award for best actress. So I'm just for those of you who have seen that film, you know exactly what I'm talking about. She does a lot in that film. She does, but I feel like too with this performance, this is technically her. This is probably when I watch it, I'll probably know this too. Like this is what she really should have won her Oscar for. Uh, all see all shade. I'm just saying. Okay. Because, she's not, she's because, because La La Land, it was cute. Because I feel like this performance that she's giving now technically should have been her first win. Oh, I see what you mean now. Okay. okay I see what you can say about that. Yeah. La La Land proves my point that musicals normally get lots of nominations and lots of wins to further prove the color purple was snub. So I'm saying. Oh, speaking of snub, remember when she gave the best film to La La Land and then they messed up because it was from Moonlight? Yeah. Oh my god, I just remembered that. Will that. Yeah. that will always be memorable. And, because uh, we gotta wrap up soon, but I did want to talk about um, Oppenheimer uh, Best Supporting Actress mm. Oh, Emily, Emily Blunt? Yes. Um, everyone here has seen Oppenheimer. So yes. you remember when they're sitting down and they are interrogating her and she's giving that Girl. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was her sass was like <laughs> she was like, Oh no, I know what you're saying, but I don't know why you're saying it like that. I was like the You monologue. can never go wrong with Emily Blunt in my book. Love her. I will watch her in anything. I was not surprised she was nominated. Uh, who will win Best Supporting? We'll we'll uh, see. We'll see. It's again, like I said, the Academy. They like, to, they like to surprise us. But I liked her. I liked her. I liked those part, that part, and then also I like the parts when she like when they're when she's telling him why aren't you fighting back? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. She threw that glass. She was like, "Why aren't you fighting back?" She was so good. She was yeah. so good. So, all right, again, because we're doing Barben, we're doing Barbenheimer, so we're yes. only going to talk about Emily mm-hmm. and America. Oh, so America. Listen, that mo- listen that monologue is what got her that nom. Let's let's mm-hmm. be clear. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's that it's that monologue that just. But I still don't understand as to why they didn't. I feel like they could. They should have put America in earlier. That's why I'm like going back to the point I was making before about like the fact that she is this the, the uh, integral part of the story. Then why not like at least put her in the beginning of the award season to like recognize her as opposed to like now at the end we're like boom here you go but like if you had to choose down to the wire is it America or is it Emily we know the answer to that one yes we do but I want you to say it (laughs) (laughs) I think it just might be Emily it's definitely I mean it's it's gonna have to be Emily yes because Emily got in there but she did have to be done but we okay, but we but we know who's really gonna win the award, but it's fine. Yes, we but do. if we we're talking, yes, we, we do. do. But we do. if they're talking about this one, then it's it's gonna be Emily. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the actresses, uh, I want to say this really quick because I want this to be completely fair. Uh, I saw something that caught my attention this week. I remember seeing how people were saying this is the most, like I mentioned before, the mo- the most diverse all of the actresses has ever been at an award show. We should mm-hmm. be celebrating that as we should. And yet, people were mainly focused on Margot Robbie. So I yeah. again, I want to play fair, fair here. I agree because we've never seen the for for sure the best supporting uh, category for the for the women that, for sure. And then of course for leading, we also have um, Lily Gladstone. 
So I just want to take this moment to say I am so happy with all their nominations. Who will win? I don't know. But I'm happy that we are here today to see this happen. Because like we've mentioned throughout this podcast, the Oscars have always played interesting. <sighs> is, yeah. is the right word I, I, I should use or would use? I don't know. But they made interesting choices for sure. Like, but I feel like that. Yeah, t- uh, that was really. Yeah, that was awesome. Really. Also, too, there's been. I just thought about it now. Sorry, there was. There was also another year, in which supporting was actually full of people of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the year. I, have, I I I can't look it up. I'm about to look it up. But either way, it was the year that um Babel came out. So it had to be like I want to say 2006, 2007, maybe, because mm-hmm. I think it was, yeah, because I think it was the, it was like two of the, one of the actresses was Spanish, one actress was Asian, and I think it was like it was like so I think it was the, I think there was a black actress in that category as well. So okay, all right. It's 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 a couple of years after it, but you know, listen, it, it it's it's glad I'm glad they were having it. And you and said that was in 2006. I think it was 2006, 2007, because I know it was after, it definitely was after year after Dreamgirls. Okay, and now it's 2024, and this is also, I'm, I'm glad you said that, because this is why I want to um, celebrate this. Oh, movie. yeah, that was the year it was Jennifer Hudson. Thank you, that was Dreamgirls. Dream okay, that's yeah. Yeah, it was Rinko, uh, par- pardon me, Rinko, if I mess up your last name, King Kuchi mm-hmm. from Babel. Adriana Barzara from Babel, Kate Blanchett from Notes on a Scandal, and Abigail Breslin from Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember that year, and I was like, everybody from Babel's nominated. I was like, yes, please. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously the year that Jennifer got her Mm -hmm. her Oscar. Um, But yes, because we do need to wrap it up. No. Yeah. So um, yeah. Wait, quickly, can we say all of the, the, the films that are nominated for Best Picture? Because Tasha, you and I talked about this before. There's 10. There's yeah. always, remember the year they changed it to 10? Yeah. Remember, yeah. it used to be five. We used Once to be upon a time. Regular, regular five, and all of a sudden they's like 10. I was like, what the hell? 10? I was like, what? Yeah. So the, the idea between pushing it from five to 10 is because at the time when there were only five, it would always seem like they were leaving out like two or three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that it's 10, it feels like there are two or three too many. Yeah. So- yeah. <laughs> Let's name there's them really couple, quick. A couple so, in there. So best picture, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, mm-hmm. The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and the zone of interest. Those are the ten films. That's a awful like that. Those are the ten films nominated this year. Last question: Who do you think is going to win? Because I already have my vote. I feel like it might be Martin Fear again, just because they love him so much. Good point, um, Rudy. I think yeah, it's Oppenheimer. I'm gonna go. With go mm, I'm gonna go with Barbie. Really Ooh. interesting. Okay. I feel like I feel like through, with all all that's going on, I feel like they'll. I think they'll just. I think they'll give it to Barbie because they'll be like, see, Margot didn't get her stuff, but we gave you guys the movie. Yeah. Or it but could they, be. Or it could be American Fiction. I would love for it to be American Fiction. Um, but Oppenheimer's a good choice. Barbie's a good choice. Um, has anybody else seen Killers of the Flower Moon? No, I have. Just me. Yeah. It was three very long hours. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a bad movie, but it was three very long hours. And uh, the reason why I think that it has a chance, besides the fact that it's Martin, because it's also a historical piece. It's based off of real events. And yeah. you know they love that. They love that. They yeah. really, really do. 
it was great. But uh, we really, really love that Barbie and Oppenheimer, such um, blockbuster yeah. type movies, are able to also get critical acclaim because it's not always like that. And I thought that that was very important. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not all the time. Once in a, yeah, this is once in a lifetime. We don't know if we'll see it again. Hopefully yeah, we will. Be- Hopefully we will. All right, guys, that's everything that I have today. Does anybody have anything else they wanted to say? I'm glad to be in the grotto. Yay. <laughs> I love it when we have special guests. This was so much fun. Oh, my so gosh, please definitely. Come back. Yes, I will. Oh, yes of, yes, of course, please. I mean, you have to come back after the show because we have to download the show, you know, after okay. the Oscars actually happen. Oh, yes. It, oh, yes. We do need a download from the we'll Oscars. Download from please. that and talk about that. Yes. It so. would be my honor. Yes, please. Anything else, Rudy? I'm curious to see how this award show season is going to play out for the finale. So we'll be watching. (laughs) I think it's going to be great, guys. Uh, But to wrap it up today, we want to thank you for spending time here at the Grotto. If you thought of time like you think of money, you can't actually pay it back. So thank you for spending your time here with us. So again, Noelle, thank you for spending this time here. We appreciate it. Yay, glad to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. So don't forget, guys, you can follow us on all social media platforms at The Fantastic Grotto. You can also always leave us comments, voicemails. Uh, We'd love for you to just put a little like next to the show. Um, Leave a little, you know, rating over on Apple. It'll get us, you know, a little bit higher up. Thank Mm -hmm. you, everybody, for everything. I'm all done. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.